Good morning, good day, good noontime, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time finds you, welcome. So glad you could join us. This is Con Cafe. I'm Pastor Radio Alberde. We're going to be looking at the Old Testament. We're looking at the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 1, verses 4 to 20, in the message version of the Bible. Interesting passage. A lot is said in it. A lot is shared in it. It blesses a lot. It may confound a lot, but we're open to whatever God may share with us. The devotional is called In God's Time, and I pray this bring a blessing to all of us as we spend our time with God. Hear now the word of God, verse 4. When Elkanah sacrificed, he passed helping from the sacrificial meal around to his wife Peninnah and her children. But he always gave an especially generous helping to Hannah because he loved her so much and because God had not given, given her children. But her rival wife taunted her cruelly, rubbing it in and never letting her forget that God had not given her children. This went on year after year. Every time she went to the sanctuary of God, she could expect to be taunted. Hannah was reduced to tears and had no appetite. Her husband Elkanah said, Oh, Hannah, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? And why are you so upset? Am I not of more worth to you than ten sons? So Hannah ate. Then she pulled herself together, slipped away quietly, and entered the sanctuary. The priest Eli was on duty at the entrance to God's temple in the customary seat. Crushed in soul, Hannah prayed to God and cried and cried inconsolably. Then she made a vow. O oh God of the angel armies, if you'll take a good hard look at my pain, if you'll quit neglecting me and go into action for me by giving me a son, I'll give him completely, unreservedly to you. I'll set him apart for a life of holy discipline. It so happened that as she continued in prayer before God, Eli was watching her closely. Hannah was praying in her heart, silently. Her lips moved, but no sound was heard. Eli jumped to the conclusion that she was drunk. He approached her and said, You're drunk. How long do you plan to keep this up? Sober up, woman. Hannah said, Oh, no, sir, please. I'm a woman hard used. I haven't been drinking. Not a drop of wine or beer. The only thing I've been pouring out is my heart. Pouring it out to God. Don't for a minute think that I'm a bad woman. It's because I'm so desperately unhappy and in such pain that I've stayed here so long. Eli answered her, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel give you what you have asked of him. Think well of me, and pray for me, she said, and went her way. Then she ate heartedly, her face radiant. Up before dawn they worshipped God and returned home to Ramah. Elkanah slept with Hannah his wife, and God began making the necessary arrangements in response to what she had asked. Dedicating the child to God before the year was out, Hannah had conceived and given birth to a son. She named him Samuel, explaining, I asked God for him. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, may this be a blessed and marvelous Wednesday for you, Concafe family, and may you be an agent of change for good amongst God's people. Dear listener, that's my prayer for you. I request prayers for Mrs. Terry Schonert of San Antonio. She underwent surgery. The surgery went well, but complications made it necessary to, to put her in the ICU. I've not received any updates on her condition, but we trust God with her healing. So 
If you have a moment, please pray for Terry Schoner. Also, please pray for the family of Carolyn Spiller. She's Jeanette Meyer's sister from Gonzales, First United Methodist Church. Carolyn passed away on Sunday. And like always, I invite you to pray for all who are on your prayer list, who are on your heart, on your mind. Pray for one another and pray for your personal needs. God is faithful. Why do we pray, dear people? Because God answers prayer. That's our faith. Well, as I said, we've come to a very familiar story from 1 Samuel. Yet, as most of us well know, the familiar doesn't always stay familiar. Sometimes our eyes see beyond the familiar and get challenged with the new, the outrageous, and the unexpected. In this story, there are several characters that we know well. This is the drama. God's involved, Elkanah, the husband, to two wives, Peninnah, who is quite fertile and has children, and the second wife, Hannah, who had no children thus setting the stage for what's going to transpire in this familiar story. And yes, we can't forget Eli. He is the priest uh, who will play a key role later on in this story. And oh yes, to make the story even more soap opera worthy, the two wives don't really care for each other. Well, to be honest, Penina liked to flaunt that she had borne her husband some heirs and Hannah had not. I will throw in that Hannah means favor, which will be more obvious as our story moves forward. I should also add that Hannah was a woman of faith and great patience. Penny was not one to keep to herself her boasting of having had children. And so year after year she would taunt Hannah, especially when they were in Jerusalem at Temple, which was when this story took place. This would lead the poor woman to tears every year. And this particular year, she was driven to not eat, as she had no appetite. Her husband grieved alongside her, and as the scripture says, he loved her a lot. And so he has to ask her, why are you crying? Why aren't you eating? And why are you so upset? Am I not of more worth to you than ten sons? Well, she took that to make some sense, and this allowed her to eat a little bit. And she also slipped into the temple while no one was looking and cried and cried in the temple while the priest Eli was on duty. And it was while she cried and prayed that she made a vow to God. And this was her simple vow, simple prayer. O God of the angel armies, if you would but grant me my request of giving me a son, I will give him completely to you. I will set him apart for a life of holy discipline. Eli, being at the entrance of the temple, watched her as she moved her lips, as she was praying, as the scripture said, in her heart. And the priest thought that she had to be drunk, and so he approaches her and yells, You're drunk. How long do you plan to keep this up? Sober up, woman. Hannah replies that she's not drunk and has only been pouring out her heart to God and shared with him the pain and sorrow she held in her heart. The priest can only say that she should go in peace with the blessing of God and that God grant to her the request of her heart. She, in leaving, asked that he also pray for her. And with her appetite back, she ate heartily and her face was radiant again. Early the next morning, she joined the family in worship and they returned home to Ramah. I love the verse where it says, Elkanah slept with Hannah, his wife, and God began making the necessary arrangements in response to what she had asked, dedicating the child to God. And before the year was over, Hannah was pregnant and delivered a son who she named Samuel, which meant I asked God for him. Now, Hannah, friends, is one of several women in the Bible who were considered barren, but with God's blessing later on delivered children. Here's that list. 
Remember Sarah? We find her story in Genesis 17, verses 16 through 19. Then there's Rebecca, Genesis 25, verses 21 to 26. Then there's Rachel, Genesis 29 and, and 31, those two chapters. Then there was the unnamed mother of Samson. We find her in Judges 13, verses 2 to 5. And finally, Elizabeth in the New Testament book of Luke, chapter 1, verses 5 to 17. These stories, dear friends, underscore the power of God to work amazing things when, when everyone else has already given up hope, reminding us that God is a God of hope and new life. And the Bible, being the honest book that it is, shares the pain and the hopelessness some women feel when it comes to childbearing, and especially infertility. And while not all who want children may not have them or may have them, we still believe that God is with us and can guide us and can use us, and that our self-worth in God's eyes does not count on who we think we need to be. God loves us just as we are and what we offer to him and through him to others. What Hannah requested and what she promised, not many women or men would be capable of doing. She wanted a son, and she had a son. But did you know she only enjoyed him until he was weaned? At that point of his life, very young age, she presented him back to God to serve him because that had been her promise. Yes, sometimes our children act in ways that there are some moments we would gladly present them to God for God to take them off our hands, go drop them off at First Church, or over here at one pastor. Honestly, seriously, it would be very difficult for any parent to truly surrender their children to God. I remember discussing ministry with a mom whose son showed some interest in knowing more about serving God in ministry, and she replied without much hesitation, en español, ni lo mande Dios, which means quite explicitly, God forbid, indeed. Where are you in this story, dear friend? Where are you in this story, dear reader or listener? I pray that you would find in it who God is and what God offers and how God sees you because overall that's the point of the whole story. And whatever comfort, whatever answer you seek, may you find it in knowing that God loves you just as you are and God's not through with you yet. Let's pray. Loving God, you know our situations, you know our pains, you know our sorrows, and you know the needs we have expressed to you. Our prayer is that you would bless us with what we need to better serve you. In Christ Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you, dear listener, dear friend, for tuning in. I pray you have found answers for your questions, or at least you know where to look. I pray that you would have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your assignment. Render unto God the things that are God's. Keep that in mind. Find an opportunity and share that with someone too. Receive my blessings of joy and hope, and I thank you again for joining us. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you and receive my love as well. Amen.